Okay. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is the Emmett Fox Friday Show. I am your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the line Chris Sheridan, otherwise known as Mr. Chris Sheridan. How are you doing, sir? Mr. Chris Sheridan. I'm <laughs> doing great. So I, I corrected myself. So I almost, I almost yeah, forgot thank you. you're Mr. <laughs> I tell you. It's, you know, it, we're living in crazy times right now. Sometimes we're, we're dropping uh, formalities, and we don't want to do that. We've got to keep it together. Well, you know, I'd prefer like, you know, your magnificence. I'll, I'll work on that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but Mr. is fine. Listen, if I, short, if short I can't short. remember Mr. at this time, your magnificence yeah. may yeah. get lost in the shuffle as well. So we'll try, we'll try our best there. All right. All right so thanks. we're looking at the chapter in, uh, in the Emmett Fox book we're going over every week. It's called Find and Use Your Inner Power, otherwise known as Sparks of Truth. That's the older name of it. And of course, we're here every Friday with a new one of these shows. And I hope that you guys tune in. We want to be here like a voice of positivity in these times where we're getting sucked into a lot of negative stuff in the media and a lot of fear and a lot of panic, you know, surrounding this virus situation. So and God bless everybody. I hope you guys are all safe out there. Keep your mind clear and keep your keep your heart focused on health, happiness, love, light, peace, etc. And, uh, you know, that definitely keeps your immune system up. And it's more than just, you know, we talk about this stuff each and every week. Um, you know, the positivity of the new thought and how important thought is. And you've really got to be careful during these times to not uh, get swamped by negativity and statistics and all these different things. Because statistics, while they can be useful, and science, while it is wildly useful, can also scare people into the, the very situation that they don't want to occur. So you have to remember that. Remember the lessons of Job and that which he feared had come upon him. So that's the thing when you carry around a lot of negativity, you know, it, 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 tends, to, it tends to attract that very thing that you don't want. Conversely, if you use your mind and keep it positive, you know, you're going to attract more positivity, more health, more strength, more light, more life. And, and you can be that beacon of, of light for the people around you as well. That can be tough sometimes when you get swamped with a lot of negative energy. So my recommendation is maybe for some of you who are getting a little stuck in the social media and, and things like that, take a little break, you know, check in every once in a while to find out the things you need to know, but don't, don't make a, you know, a habit of this where you're sitting there on the screen for 12 hours a day and, you know, creating this, this sense of panic within yourself because, this too shall pass. All right. So the dove, the dove. I just blabbered on and on. Do you want to start instead? Uh, since I was going so much, or should, um, I, should we just just keep it as we had it? Uh, well, just you know, you can start uh, reading the first paragraph. But if we're going to read it first, yeah, no, I, yeah, I was so, yeah, like we'll we do. do. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you All can right. you can do that because we had a back and forth thing. Up. But uh, but yeah, so this is a uh, again this book, find and use your inner power. Uh, Emmett Fox, it's a compilation of dozens, I guess, uh, one or two page single idea uh, meditations or ways of thinking, uh, and we're using it to uh, elaborate and spend a little more time on it. So we'll read through it first, and then we'll go back and unpack it and Very get good. on with it. Very good. Thank you for that little uh, right. overview. It's important to do that. Sometimes okay. I forget that. Because they may be tuning in for the first time. All right, so here we yes, and welcome, welcome if you are. You are. <laughs> All right, so the dove in prayer or treatment, it is the thought and not the words used that matters. The words are merely an indication of the thought. 
Some people find that the right idea develops more easily when a good many words are used. And of course, such people should use as many words as they feel the need of. Others are embarrassed by the difficulty of finding many words. And in that case, two or three phrases only are quite sufficient. A well-known man was healed of consumption using only the single statement, God is love. Of course, he dwelt upon it intelligently until he thoroughly realized something of what those words must mean. We all remember the story of Alibaba and the cave. Unless one knew the exact word, it was impossible to open the door. The thought might be the precise one required, but unless the exact word sesame was uttered, the door remained obstinately shut. Barley, wheat, grain, no use. Sesame was the magic word, and nothing else whatever would do. Now, in treatment, it is the exact opposite of this. Not the word, but the thought in mind is what counts. As long as the thought is right, we may use any language that we might find helpful. Our treatments are prayers and not incantations. Often it is well to dispense with words altogether as getting in the way and introducing a dangerous When God visits his people, it is their business to welcome him immediately and to experience him, not to try to form intellectual definitions. We must never keep God waiting. Directly, the realization, which is Emmanuel, presents itself, and you may have to drop all words, cease working there and then, and possess it. If you postpone this for ever so short a time, you will find when you come to look for it, that the dove has flown away again, and you will have to wait until he returns. And that may be quite a long time. People sometimes say, I will give half an hour to this case, or it may be, I will go through the seven main aspects of God. Excellent things to do, but if it should happen that after three minutes, or when you have finished the second aspect, the dove alights, then receive him instantly with open arms. To think, I will finish my treatment first, is to turn him away. This feeling of the real presence of God is itself, of course, the perfect treatment, the end to which all our statements are but means. He saw the heavens opened and the spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. Mark 1.10. All right, so let us unpack this a bit. We'll kind of start, I guess, at the end for recency's sake, I want to just start with the seven main aspects of God. We're not going to really go into it, but I'm going to list those out because we're going to do a show on that in the future. So the seven main aspects of God, according to Emmett, Emmett Fox, are life, truth, love, intelligence, spirit, soul, and principle. Those are the seven aspects of God that, that one can meditate on. All right. So the dove, first of all, let's take a look at this. Uh, it comes from Matthew one twenty three, which I'll read really briefly. And this is the section in the New Testament when Jesus is being baptized by John at the River Jordan. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph, oh, I'm sorry, that's Emmanuel. That's not the... We were talking about the dove. The dove hmm. is Mark one ten. Okay, well, let's just finish, finish the manual. Well, we're, uh, we're already through this. Exactly. When Joseph... Uh, the realization of the God presence, I guess, is what he was talking about. When yeah. He mentioned Emmanuel in this uh, yeah, yeah, piece. Exactly. exactly. All right, so let me finish. So they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, 
He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son and named him Jesus. All right. So we did want to get into that. We talked a little bit about this before the show, the idea of the, the virgin or the idea of this pure and holy place. Um, so one of the ideas is, is here that you've got to, you know, if you want to think about it in the new thought sense, is that you've got to sort of prepare the mind in a way for for your instructions to it and for, you know, for your prayer treatments and for the seeds that you want to plant into that. And, you know, that that virgin represents a sort of a clear mind. And you had talked a little bit about the, the new wineskin and some of that. Why don't you elaborate on that? Um, well, yes, but if the uh, other parent, I guess, being the, you know, the God Almighty, <laughs> the universal spirit, the, the force, whatever you want to use, um, for that to show up, which is out there and everywhere and uh, on high or where, however you want to imagine that mm -hmm. being, uh, it's also in you. Yeah. And that's what this is getting at, that if the Holy Spirit shows up or the dove arrives or you get this inspiration or you feel this connection uh, in a very experiential way, um, that's what's going to, you know, bring about this effect, this, that, that's what is born, this God in us, or this God is yeah. with us, uh, this Emmanuel that's being born, but to be born. And the reason, uh, what I'm getting to is, um, to have a virgin being born of a virgin. Again, we're talking symbolically, not literally. Uh, but what it is, is a pure place. It is a clear mind. Um, and a, a, a loving, um, compassionate, peaceful position, not an agitated, not an opinionated uh, sort of way of looking at things, because what that will do is it will tinge and discolor even the most pure thing that comes in. So the, there's a, you the wineskin uh, parable in, in uh, the New Testament. Uh, you don't put new wine in an old mm -hmm. wineskin. You don't you wouldn't fill up your your yeah. cup. Uh, if, it, if it were all dirty. So no matter how pure the water is coming in, it's the cup. Yeah. Um, don't worry about the water. That's going to be pure. The, the heavenly spirit coming in. But for that to be alchemically, this is an alchemical reaction to have this, this spirit be born uh, in with us. And that's by consuming this, but it has to be in um, a pure you know the kitchen utensils are always yeah. clean when you when you make something i mean it's it's real otherwise it, then, then the food will taste like yeah, that exactly. if you don't wash the pot it'll taste like the last thing you cooked uh it's always wonder about some of these you know garden burgers or whatever the fast food chains are i mean are they cooking them on a different griddle than the one they did with the that's, cow that's meat a, I, otherwise you're kind of missing the point question, i mean i don't know that's something we're going to have to look into but but that'll be another but show. that's what this is you know in, in an oh, odd yeah, way this is what sure. this is talking well it's that's you know um, it's the same so we have to be that's you a know, good analogy uh, eh. all right no no i like what you're saying um i just wanted to say also the uh the other thing that's interesting about this is the fact that, you know, Joseph here is, is, is marrying a woman who's allegedly a virgin and, you know, and supposed to be a virgin and is a virgin in the, in this, in this particular, um, you know, telling of this. And, you know, he's got to have the faith that God has given him that this is a, this is a holy thing. He has to, he has to suspend his disbelief and he has to actually have faith that something is occurring. That's a mystery to him. 
And so that's one of the other things is he's looking beyond the conditions of the situation to to the to the universal spirit to God, and 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 God is telling him, look, this is what's happening. You, it's okay. You know, it's it, things are fine. And that's where it's one of these things like the, the dove also represents that that Holy Spirit, that wisdom coming to you, that's kind of enlightening you, despite the conditions that you may find yourself in. You have to see beyond it and have the faith that, you know, that you can you can work through and heal those conditions. And, you know, you can allow God to work through you. God's already there. It's just we've got to change our mind and open up our ourselves and, you know, get ourselves in alignment with that force that exists within us already. We're never separated, but we feel separated. And I think that's one of the other things that's interesting about this. To get back to the devil a little bit, too, it's like... Um, so just, you know, for, for those who don't know the story, don't know Mark, just kind of run through this really quick. So it's basically what's going on is when Jesus is being baptized, uh, he's, this is from Matthew 1, um, I'm sorry, Mark 110. Uh, he's being baptized by John, who is his cousin. And this is the famous scene where, where Jesus is, you know, where the dove comes down and God speaks to him. So it says, in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from the heavens. You are my son, the beloved. And with you, I am well pleased. And so if you want to look at that, you know, symbolically as, as you know, the, 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 that's that Holy, that's that moment when you have that realization that God is within you, that the Holy Spirit comes down and kind of livens and livens and enlightens you. And, you know, this really, this whole, this whole little idea is about, you know, not, it's like being open to those moments where you feel that and you actually experience it and not being caught up in the type of prayer you're doing or, you know, Chris, you talked about this earlier, like, we're, you know, you're working your mantras and your beads and you don't want that, you know, you're like, not right now, Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm, I'm working my beads right now, you know, so it's like that's that, that, or, or this specific prayer you're doing, you're trying to get through some, you know, pr long prayer that you've written, or you're trying to read from some book or something. And, you know, and in, in, in that moment, you're actually having this experience of the Holy Spirit, and that healing is actually occurring. And you're, you're not, you're not listening, you're getting in the way with a bunch of mechanics, like, oh, I've got to finish this, I've got to get through my seven steps to enlightenment, or otherwise, I won't be good. And you're on step one. And it's like, you know, you, you, you've already won, already got what you're looking for but you're going to keep going. And he's saying, be very careful, you know, that you don't kind of shoo the dove away because it may be a while until, until the dove returns, because that, that's one of the mysteries of these things is like, we create these conditions to have an, a, a spiritual experience, but we can't force it. We do have to wait for it. And sometimes there's a patience type thing involved, right? So when that comes, you really do have to, to welcome it in that moment and allow it to do, do what it needs to do and allow it to teach you what you need. And in that moment, not according to how you think it needs to be, but according to how it presents. Right. Right. Well, you know, you talked about creating the conditions and I think that's a large part of what this is mm -hmm. about. And that's the part that we do yeah. have control over. No, we don't have control over when it, you know, and how it may show I and mean, how it may show up in an odd form as well. Don't turn it away. Uh, we talked about the elephant trainer at, at one point, um, you know, seeing the spirit within uh, from the Hindu legend. But what this creating the conditions does, like 
in the uh, the first verse, the Matthew 1, 2, 3, um, when the prophet says, behold, the virgin will conceive a child and give birth to a son. So he has a virgin giving birth to a son. Well, when you read the Mark uh, baptizing uh, passage, that what was Jesus doing with, you know, through uh, the help of John? He was in the water like we are when we're in the womb. And then we are born out of water. So pulled out of water, then sees this light and the dove saying, ah, you're my son. Um, so this is this coming forth of a, a child. Like again, it's like one was sort of the mm -hmm. child coming to earth on, you know, in birth. And this is one's, one that happens in life. But it's a, a choice. It's a conscious thing. But it's creating the condition. It's cleansing. It's. You yeah, know, in the water, you know, there's sort of a purity. Well, there's to the that. idea of the twice born, um, you know, and 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 that's that's yes. something pervasive in most uh, most spiritual traditions. The idea of being twice born, so you're born of the flesh first, and then you're born of the spirit through spiritual means, and second through the second time, so it's some sort of initiatory, usually ritual or something like that. So, you know, and he's he's really, I think, showing us how that that occurs, and it's still, you know, these kinds of things obviously still occur to us in in these times you know it, it, i think sometimes people get caught up in the you know the historical aspects of things and you know they think that these these miracles that occurred are something that only happened in a time and place before or they're just these kind of you know fanciful tales that don't have any meaning for us today and things like that and it's like you have to move beyond that and realize what what the real core truth is of these stories you know some of them are allegorical some of them are, are symbolic, right? They're metaphorical and so on. But some of them really are. Well, some, some of them, of them both. are both, you know, they, there's a, a metaphor and a, sure. you know, a literal. And that's the thing about it. Uh, exactly. And so for us to say, well, this one's a metaphor, this one's a, this one's symbolic. I mean, it's, it's, you know, that's one of the mysteries, you know, it's sort of label which one is which. My, my suggestion is, you know, just, you know, until you've seen everything in life, you know, give, you have a suspension of disbelief on some of this and think that, you know, these types of miracles can still occur. Healings still spontaneously occur, you know, miraculous results that have no explanation still spontaneously occur all the time in our own lives. And well, the modern metaphor might be if, you know, you're taking treatment from, you know, a doctor or a apothecary or wherever you're getting your treatment and a healing <laughs> is upon you. But you're like, no, I'm going to continue. I'm not saying, you know, get off your treatments, but, um, but, but a healing can come. But if you're so fixated on, yeah, well, yeah but I have to take this pill or I have to do something sure. and don't turn it away. You know, I mean, don't go against your doctor's yeah. orders either, I guess. I want a disclaimer, but, um, but yeah, while we're busy and, and this is creating the conditions again, you know, we're making this happen or we're trying yeah. to make this happen using a methodology, using a ritual, using mm -hmm. words. And he makes a distinction between, uh, you know, the feeling behind the words uh, being yeah. treatments of prayer and not incantation. Incantation is like, you know, abracadabra, you know, you're using magic words to it has to be have some magical effect. Perfectly said and, you know, with the right ritual performed yeah. and so on. Yeah, exactly. and Whereas and he's yeah. saying, you know, the spirit is more important than the, than the letter in this particular, you know, situation. And that makes a lot of sense. Well, because yes. it's a feeling behind it. It's a heart. It's the Again, heart the heart mind. is where the, the spirit and of the thought and, and this literalness, this we'll have to do things, you know, yeah. this particular way. Now, if that helps you, great. It's good to have, an, you know, yeah. some, if that's yeah, yeah. where your beliefs are fixated. Well, I think that's sure. why. 
but it can, I, I think he's yeah, saying exactly. that it gets in the way, this, the, the, even the words themselves, yeah. even no matter what they are, even all words. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, it could be suspect. Could be and suspect. I, but I think, too, he's also leaving room for, you know, for those little, you know, the ritualistic ways people want to work. But then he's saying, well, don't let that get in the way, though. Because, the, you know, what they're designed to do is to put you in touch with that Holy Spirit, with that dove, with that God healing energy. And so, you know, you don't have to keep going, you know, for 30 pages of, of, of you know, scriptural reading or whatever. If after the you know, first paragraph, you know, you're finding that it's it's working for you. I think that really that's the, the point is don't be a, a slave to the to the particular ritual or the way that you're, you know, you're using your prayer but be open to um, be open to that, that instantaneous moment that comes through, you know, to be, be mindful of it. Right. So. Um, well, it can come in the form mm -hmm. of inspiration or a, a highly creative solution or something. Sometimes that's the dove showing up and um, you don't want to, Oh, I'll get back to that. No, these things are important. If it strikes you and hits you and you have a, feeling like gosh i should really you know i should do this i should try this or wow you know it's they don't come i mean we yeah. get lots of opportunities yeah. of course um but they're not to be taken uh too lightly and and i, I like how he's talking about the immediacy of it that yeah strike while it's hot well it hits you you know write it down anyway mm -hmm. if you come up with a great idea um I'll, I'll i'll think about that later at least write it down in the yeah. present moment <laughs> If that, sure. that's your dove shows up in inspiration, write it down, write that song lyric down or the, the, the widget that's going to, you know, fix garage doors all across the world yeah. or, you know, whatever you come up with, uh, have it, uh, you know, it's coming at you and um, you know, at least make a record of it, honor it in some way, because what he says um, is to receive it, uh, you know, with open arms. Um, that is uh, to possess it. Mm -hmm you know, cease working here and there, yeah. but possess it when it presents it to you, drop all the words, <laughs> drop yeah. the work, drop the hammer, um, possess it. So there's this open arms and this possession, there's sort of like an ownership, even if you're like, Oh, wow, that's neat. Oh, great inspiration. Or, Oh, I feel the spirit, Holy spirit of God. Great. Um, yeah. Own it. It's, it's your dove, I guess. No, own, own your own dove. I think, you know, watching for, for that is, you know, one of those mysterious kinds of things, because it just like you said, it may come in the form of an intuition or an idea. It may be a certain feeling of being overwhelmed by, you know, an emotion of love or compassion, or it may, you know, you may see, uh, you know, a, a light, you know, you might hear some kind of some kind of, um, you know, sounds or or, or words coming from somewhere, you know, it, it, you no one can really say how you're going to experience these these spiritual moments but once you know once they're coming to you pay attention to them you know that's i'd say kind of like the idea of dreams they may come in dreams as well so pay attention mm -hmm. to your dreams and watch for those dreams and write them down if they seem to really particularly strike you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like wow that's that's something really significant i need to write that down because you're going to forget it if you don't and so so it'd it be mindful and be you know when the dove alights uh, you know, you'll have a, a record of, of the fact that, you know, the dove was there and you can go back and capture it. But, you know, even even in those cases, like where there's a dream, you know, and you write you do write it down, you know, so maybe spend a, a few minutes at least pondering it before you go back to sleep so that, you know, maybe there's further stuff that comes through. So be, be, be mindful and be open to that, 
that Holy Spirit moving through you. So I guess that's probably going to do it. Do you have any other uh, parting parting ideas about the dove? Uh, the dove, it, it, yeah. the receptivity, I think, is really uh, uh, key yeah. to this. Uh, yes, do your work, do your spirit work. Um, you know, wash your hands, uh, mow your lawn. You know, whatever you need to do. I mean, you know, we, we live in the world, and we have bodies. Um, uh, and, and and while you're <laughs> doing your work, uh, be open to yeah receiving, and that's this version. That's this vessel going back again. I think is is and you it's an open arm it's an open yeah. heart it's open hands um it's a well, clear, clear in, intention of what way you of thinking want to happen and don't get so hung up on the words also you know like oh i've got to know you know the science of mind and i have to memorize all these different treatments and if i don't understand everything there is to know about new thought or about you know these this this that and the other thing that i can't actually pray and that's he's saying that's nonsense you have an intention say as many or as few words as you need to say what mm -hmm. you need to say and the spirit will you know will move for you you know you will it's the sincerity, it's sincerity. Of the intention, isn't yeah, it i think yeah, yeah. so don't get yeah. hung up on the words so yeah. much as having the right heart mind sort of orientation towards that situation you're trying to heal or that you know that inspiration that you need or the the healing that you need within or whatever it is. So remember the, the dove can come down uh, to you at any, at any given time, uh, you know, and it may not be even during that, that treatment or that prayer session or that meditation session or what have you. It may be later on when you're just like you said, well, you're washing your hands or mowing the lawn or doing something, something sort of mundane. And even, you know, if it takes place in that time, you know, stop and really listen and feel and understand that that healing is occurring or that, inspiration is coming to you and so on so be mindful of the dove let him visit you all right well thank you for joining us uh, we're here every friday with the new Emmett fox show and join us on sunday as well for our regular cosmic eye show we always have great shows so they're a little bit longer and we go much more in depth uh, these we keep a little bit shorter and more inspirational so the other shows are inspirational as well but we go deeper into a into a subject uh, for a longer amount of time so thank you for joining us again uh, if you can please support us at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye we need uh, all the support we can in, in these in these times and you know and i think that especially uh, you know with the world's kind of panicking at the moment if you can uh, you know help us share our positive message maybe we can get a little more positivity out there and help heal things up uh, uh, a little bit sooner than later so thank you again for joining us have a great week goodbye and god bless